in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by Art and Heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Welcome to the show, movie fans. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Ryan, 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 we have made our triumphant return to the podcast scene. How's everything going, my friend? How are you doing? Oh, I am good. It has been way too long, so it feels so good to be back. I almost forgot what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a long time. We've missed uh, quite a few big movies. Um, Our schedules have been kind of crazy, so it's been sort of hard to, to link up, but we're back. We're doing it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Tag team back again. <laughs> All right. So um, we figured we'd do like triple uh, triple yeah, feature. A little, a little medley. <laughs> yeah, a little triple header. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to review some of the uh, biggest movies that we've missed and uh, the ones that I think that we really uh, have something to say and that we really want to talk about. We have feelings, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Always got to have those feelings. Yeah. So um, I guess we should uh, roll out what we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll start with Dune. We'll go back. Oh, okay. Back, start with Dune. Um, then we'll lead into um, Eternals. Okay. This was released, was it last week or a week, two weeks ago? Oh, I think two weeks ago. And this just last week, um, Red Notice was released on Netflix, which looks like it was a, a big release for them. So we'll... We'll, yeah, uh, big numbers. End the show. We'll end the show um, talking about Red Notice. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Let's start with our first movie. In chronological order, with Dune. <laughs> with Dune. All right. Sitting at 83%, which I think is way too high. Seriously. Uh, it, it has a 90% um, audience score, which yeah. also to me feels like it's too high. Starring a whole mess of superstar actors, um, Timothy Chalamont, um, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Josh Brolin, um, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, good golly. Yeah, where's The Rock in this? Jesus. Where's The Rock? <laughs> exactly, man. It's such a great cast. Initially, I... I they catch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let's start with our initial thoughts. Um. I didn't know what we were going to get into. Um, Same. I, I had a feeling. I mean, they had talked about that this was going to be like more than one movie, obviously. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the rumor, at least still. Yeah. This is going to be um, the starting off point to like a new, you know, futuristic kind of some people talking about Star Wars esque, the next Star Wars kind of a thing. Yeah. Please. Which, <laughs> you always, you know, if, you, if you're saying, if you're dropping, you know, big franchises like star wars it's like you better really live up to it you know yeah it's like and even then why do that why not be your own thing like geez what's wrong with uh starting your own trend like come on yeah i just was uh having a hard time keeping up like i don't know i i I did expect i bought into the hype like always i always want to give uh the reviewers the benefit of the doubt maybe this is something that we can look forward to this is a new thing this is what everybody's into so why not embrace it in open arms but uh wow, this was just so long, so dull, so like, get me the hell out of there, please. Like, this is not at all what I signed up for, what I was expecting. And it was just kind of, 
felt like a kid going again, like, are we there yet? Like, can we just get to the ending and get out of this catastrophe? I did find myself, well, I watch it at home. I did find myself nodding off maybe a couple times. I don't know if that was because I was tired or or because. Oh, no. I had the same experience. That's that's exactly why I had to watch it twice. The first time I totally knocked out for like a good like first half of it. And then I was like, okay, maybe I was just tired that day and maybe I had too much going on. So I gave it a second and I didn't nod off, but I was still looking at my phone and trying to find anything to keep me up and distracted along with what's going on with the movie. Because it was just so blah, like I, I couldn't I, get it. I, I thought um, if they would have cut maybe a good half an hour, 45 yes. minutes from this movie, exactly. it would a lot more entertaining. Because the storyline, storyline I understood. They were, right. they were explaining a ton, you know, and I think so that's much. where... That's where you know a lot of a lot of us got a little lost. Um, there is a a lot of like um, baggage. <laughs> a lot of baggage. There there is a a, a lot of like um, they're 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 showing you stuff that that's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this stuff that's going to come into fruition. Yeah, and, yeah. This was a huge, huge setup. You know, for obviously the next movie. Yeah, and something that we don't find till like at, you know maybe a, a week or two after that they weren't sure there was going to be a next movie. So, so and, it's kind of odd that they do that to a, to to the first installment of yeah exactly movie, like uh, the starting of a new franchise and and they just make it a huge setup like a it's a it's a big filler basically for yeah it's kind of like movie. get. Get me to buy into this movie first before I want to see a next movie. Like, I'm not going to care about the next movie, like, at all. Like, you could drop that thing on any streaming service and maybe I'll check it out. But I'm definitely not going to the theater to go purchase this thing at all because it's yeah. – you didn't get me at the first time. Why would you get me two times? Yeah, this this is just – it seems like it's just a big teaser to try to entice you to get to get you – into watching the next one it, it, it's like on netflix you you know this is the first episode of a big uh yeah. a big series on netflix is what it yeah. is and it's like a three-hour episode <laughs> yeah and, and which is which is which just which sucks because i think they really could have done a lot more here to to really get people a lot more pumped up for you know for the series so you know i, I think it, in, in that perspective it was it was a really big letdown I agree. I completely agree. It just seemed like uh, they put a lot of the marbles into this and they were going for people to just come on in with the sequels and wanting to be a big fan of it, I guess maybe because of the backstory hype and it being a previous movie and all. But for me, it was just all over the place. Like it was part Star Wars, part Star Trek, part like any sci-fi, part Stargate. Like I just didn't care for it at all. Like it was just kind of to the point to where you're just trying to aim at like every type of base here and just shooting blanks ultimately. Yeah. And there's, there's, and there's a whole lot of like um, teasing of uh, Zendaya is going to meet this guy. Yeah. um, Like again, who cares? Yeah. She's she's in it for maybe like they're saying like seven minutes and they don't actually meet till, till the end, which was something they were teasing like since the beginning. Yeah. They make her seem like she's a co-star. And yeah, and you don't get to see any of that interaction until there's a next movie, which is going to be like 2023 or something like that. You're going to have to wait, you know, three years or whatever the hell. Well, guess years. what? I'm going to wait longer than that because I'm not even going to see it then. 
yeah, it's a shame. Um, some of the let, let's let's highlight some of the good stuff. What what did you like about this movie? I thought that at least for it uh, trying to be visually striking for certain scenes, it did do that. Like some of the stuff was like wow and cool to fun to look at, but I think the story was just so poorly supported with it that it took it away from like what it could have been. Like I did like a, a lot of the uh, uh, the sci-fi typical you know um, space stuff that is expected with these movies. You know, a lot of the some of the battle scenes were kind of cool to also watch too. And overall, it was just very predictable, though. And that was the thing. It just seemed like uh, we've seen these stories like told over and over and over. And that was part of the letdown. Right. Well, I, I liked um, I liked the story. I, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I um, obviously it was it was overtold, and it was just stretched way too long. Yeah. But the, the the story cut down in in the sh- in you know in more concisely would have been perfectly fine. I, I, I liked it. I dug it. Um, they just, they just, I don't think they did a good job laying it out, you know, this way. Yeah. It um, seemed like they didn't have a, a way to make it the main story. It seemed like they wanted to have so many other stories going on to where like you kind of lose focus on what's the actual main story, because you're right. Like the, the whole, like him trying to get his powers and like, realizing his force and stuff like that is, is, is a cool aspect that we always love to see that we want to see how people come into power and stuff like that. But I think when they throw in all a bunch of the other stuff going in, in the movie, you kind of lose focus on that. And you don't really, you kind of lose focus on who's the main star here. What is the reason why we're watching this? All right, let's get into some of these performances. Um, Ryan, do you have any uh, favorites here that uh, you'd liked most? Yeah, I think uh, performance-wise, everybody, well, no, I wouldn't say everybody, but uh, the majority <laughs> uh, did do their part. I think uh, Oscar Isaac carried his part uh, beautifully. Uh, Jason Momoa was uh, surprising, surprisingly um, a new look towards him to more heroic and not so much like the bad boy hero type. He was more like an actual upfront hero, uh, very promising and astute. And I thought that was different from him compared to where we've seen him before. He's usually more of like the bad guy turned good or stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Batista also did really good. I think um, seeing him not always be the good guy or, you know, be such a fan favorite in most scenes like he does in his other movies, seeing him be a bad guy and actually be a warrior. I mean, it wasn't a shocker because of the way it just his stature and his presence on screen, but it was just nice to see him on the other side of the river once. I thought Jason Momoa to me uh, had like probably the best performance of everybody. He, he was the one that I think I was able to relate with most. He seemed more down to earth than everybody else. Everybody else felt like they were really focused on the part that were that they were playing, and not yeah. so much the the overall relationships um, between each other. Um, exactly. Yeah, thought- very well put. Exactly. Yes, I would totally agree with that. It seemed like uh, just like you say, they were more concerned about the way their character image came across more than bonding with the actual characters in the story and in the movie. Right. I thought. I thought um, Timothy's. Um, uh, character Paul, I think I probably liked the least, just because, especially with especially him being like the leading role, 
Yeah. It was um, a little much for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was very um sort of like, you know, like a, you know, uh brat kind of really yeah. brat, emo kind of a kid. Total which, emo, yes. <laughs> like which, why which, me? <laughs> yeah, which which makes sense for I guess for that character, but as a like the leading leading person you're supposed to root for it's like if he if he bit the dust if he ate it or something i'd be like yeah that's okay yeah me too i'm like uh next up please yeah, yeah exactly it was nothing to where like i was invested in him at all as a like lean-in actor to where like you want to see them get their powers and become stronger like no i had none of that with uh timothy yeah. and it was just kind of like all right whatever he's in this situation and he's being bratty about it and yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah. i'm already turned yeah. off <laughs> Yeah, I was more I was more rooting for his mom, Lady Jessica, than yes, than him. Yeah, but, Rebecca uh, Ferguson. She actually did. A, she was another one uh, that I thought did a great job blending in with her character and bringing more yeah, to the screen yeah. than just um, you know words on a page, which usually this is. Right. Right. Agreed. Totally. Um, any final thoughts? Final thoughts on Dune before we move on? Well, I mean, I did think some of the like as much as like. There were a lot of uh, actors that were in this movie for star power. A lot of them fell short. Like I thought yeah. uh, Josh Brolin was very forgettable. Yeah. And uh, Javier Bardem was just kind of like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. save the money and, and put in someone else. It, and it's just like, uh, even like I could even say like as little as Zendaya was featured into it. Like it's it's there was no reason for me that I saw she needed to be the big lead in this or, or like teased as yeah. one of the leads in this because yeah. it's, it was very forgettable. It wasn't like anything that was um, given to the story, given to the movie and it could have just really been anybody. Yeah. Like we said, it's just a giant lead up to the next few movies. I mean, even the director made a point, I think to say that, that, Hey, you know, yeah, not a lot happened here, but you know, you know, the next movies are, they're really going to go off. You know, we're really going to, you're really going to see something special. It's like, you're supposed to start off that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not supposed to sell me on the movie. You're supposed to like make me buy into the movie, you know, like I don't want to hear what you got planned later. I want to know what I want to invest to it later, but let me make that decision based on what you showed me already in the beginning. It's kind of like uh, having a bad first date and expecting someone to be like, well, I'm going to be a good spouse later. You know, yeah, <laughs> like right. you don't want to, you don't want to deal with that. It's like, show me the goods up front. Let me know what I invested in and see if I want to continue. Maybe I don't want to continue based on what you're going to show me later, because if I already disagree with you from the beginning, what makes you think I'm going to agree with you later? Yeah. That's why I was really surprised with the, um, with the 83% uh, critic score and 90%. Yeah. I don't know how it's that high. I mean, to be honest with you, with the other movies, I had a lot more fun. I mean, this is a spoiler for earlier with Red Notice than any one yeah. of these movies because it's at least you know what you're getting, you, you know. And uh, this was like, I don't get the ratings. I don't get the hype. I don't buy into any of that. All right. Well said. Let's move on, Ryan. Please. All right. <laughs> Moving on. This, <laughs> this movie scored a 47% uh, from the critics. An eighty percent, being honest. Yeah, an eighty <laughs> percent audience score, and of course we're talking about Eternals, Marvel's uh, yeah. next superhero <laughs> team. 
sort of um <laughs> sort, what, of. <laughs> sort of what did you what did you think going in man i mean looking at the trailers looking at the cast well I the mean, thing is let, like let, with let, this let, yeah go ahead sorry, sorry. Let, let me just let me just uh let me just read some names off for you please Angelina go ahead Jolie, salma hayek yes yes um kumail nanjiani um come on Ryan tyree henry <laughs> Gemma chan uh-huh. I mean, hit it to me. <laughs> yeah, these, these are some big names, and you got a big tr- director too. Is so yeah. I mean, fan there, favorites. There's, there's a lot of expectations. So, I mean, did you feel that going in? Did you did you feel it with the trailer? Did you feel like something big was happening? Well, I'll be honest. With the trailer, no, I did not. To me, it was just kind of like, uh oh. Like I hope they just didn't just give the best parts right now in the trailer. But I wanted to give the benefit of the doubt with the actors that were involved, people that are into it, and like the positivity that was coming from this movie, I was like, all right, let's see what you got. You know, uh, like to uh, credit another Marvel's movie from earlier, Shang-Chi to me was kind of the same way. We didn't know any of the actors. We had an idea of who they were, and we were just hoping for the best thing. So to me, Eternals was just another part of that. So I wanted to go into it with total arms open. Let's see what you got. You've already uh, surpassed my expectations before. You can definitely do it again. Yeah. Um, I was a little worried. I mean, when you have that much star power, I mean, it, it better work. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was worried about these the, all these pieces fitting together. You know what I mean? I mean, are yeah. you just telling us on on the stars and and not not so much the story? Because I, I know this this um, I know a little bit. Look, I'm not I'm not like the big comic you know comic book guy, but I know Eternals. Same. Right. I know Eternals is like it's probably not the best like Marvel story. It's sort of like uh, something <laughs> well, it's that definitely didn't... not the best movie either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it went too far as far as like um, you know like popularity and stuff like that. Um, right. But um, so I was hoping this is something that they could sort of like build into something completely new that exactly a lot of a lot of people don't, you know, don't really know. No, because, again, like to go with your point, you can make that same argument with Shang-Chi. Nobody knew really that much about the character and what to build and what to expect. So to me, it's like, yeah, they struck magic before. Why can't they strike it again? Especially with this cast. To me, when I saw this cast. Granted, it's a bunch of fan favorites, but at the same time, to me, it's kind of people that are a little bit past their prime. They're not necessarily like the modern action star that is coming up and going to do sequels for you. To me, it was a bunch of like actors that we've known from back in the day from other movies to where they might have been heroic, but never had the chance to really be a hero. So that's why I wasn't as alarmed with the cast, because I saw the potential from where they were from where they were before. And it just failed after that, though. Like yeah. once the movie started, like it was just total roller coaster crap shit show. Like I don't know. Right. I, I think I, I think it was bland. I, it was super yeah. super bland. Yeah. I, I know I know we, we texted a little bit. Um it was really bland. It Yeah. It was your grandmother's egg sandwich. Like yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there there wasn't a lot of spice. Um, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff lacking here. Um, it's compared to like Shang Chi. Shang Chi was so freaking fun. It was and like there, yeah. There is, there is so much heart in that movie. 
And, and there, there's an attempt to connect right away. Like exactly. it tries to grab you in. This just seemed like, hey, look at it. Look at who we got, and uh, look at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and there was like no, no story, no, no subplot to me. And I always get worried when they show the trailers like this, and everybody laughs, and then everybody laughs big during the movie. It's kind of like, yeah, we saw this during the trailer. Why is it? Why is it funny again? You know, like relax. Like it's yeah. it's it's the same thing we saw. If, the, if we're, I think it's more of a sympathy laugh at that point because it's like we realize how crappy this movie is. Like it, I just couldn't get behind it. Like I really had like a horrible time watching this. Well, see, I see. I don't. I don't see it as crappy. Uh, hmm. I just saw it as bland. <laughs> Uh, I just thought, you know, I, I liked the premise. I liked the idea. I, I liked the concept of the story because it, it's it's a really big concept, you know. Like, like, um, yeah, you know, do, do you save? Do you do you save one planet to to initially? Of course, uh, yes. Stop, stop other planets from being formed and and, and new right. life forming, like the, the sacrificial thing. Exactly. It, it, I just, I just think they, they, they swung and they hit like um, a, a, a bunt down first base for a, <laughs> exactly, and the One runner eight. just barely beat it out. You know, <laughs> oh, I don't even sure. think he beat it out. <laughs> it, you <laughs> like, know, they, they, they had yeah. to go, they had to go to the instant replay to see if he, to see. If yeah, he exactly. <laughs> definitely a booth review. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know that that's that's what it was to me. I, I just think they were swinging for the fences and and they just missed. And I agree. I would say that that's a totally adequate point with this because it's it's like you say. Uh, there's so much on the line, and to me, like yeah, that's the intriguing part that this can affect so many more galaxies and so many more universes. Yeah. But oh, yeah. there's just no way it grips you into the story. And like the hard part that I have, it's like. These guys are so like eternal and they've been so wise throughout the years. Why are they such dumbasses? Like it's kind of like annoying to that point where it's like, yeah, look, there's... if you if you're going to be that old and that wise, have your shit together, you know? Yeah. It's it's I just didn't get it. Like they weren't heroic to me. To me they were more um like Hollywood driven celebrity heroic versus like the actual characters right. that they were playing. Right. And there was it no takes hunger. away from the story. Yeah, there's no hunger. There's no. I didn't feel the relationship between the characters. None. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't feel like connected to the characters at all. And in, in right, you know, given the connected, the connection with each other. So, it, yeah, it was it was hard for me to to sort of like care about what happened to these people. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, it kind of felt like during some of it, it it seemed like everybody was just trying out for their own spinoff, and nobody was trying to make it like a heart effort for the team and make it all together everyone was like oh well let's get a backdrop for this story later and let's get another backdrop for this story you know for going on forward but if the main story doesn't grip you enough to care about these people you're not going to give a shit about anyone else like it's it's like i really found myself having a hard time to grip onto someone that i really wanted to see right where their background was what their story came from and what they're going to do in the future because there was just so much garbage going on you know where, yeah, where and, and it just seemed like bleh I, I was waiting for like angelina jolie to really take lead you know yeah like exactly star you know in, in this ensemble and she she was just like sort of like an afterthought she was maybe like mm -hmm. third or fourth like in line and right some of these other characters i mean i i you know let's let's talk about some of the characters um okay we talked about angelina uh camille nanjani uh he was funny at times, but yeah, he was a typical comedic sidekick. But even then, it wasn't like enough. 
like usually the comedic sidekicks have some sort of heart to them to where you yeah. kind of want to like them to be your pal to hang around and you feel some sort of connection with them. But yeah. to me, it just seemed like, oh, I'm the comedic sidekick and this is what I did. And then this is all you get. Like there was no like bonding. There was no like enough to care about that character. Like the same thing with Selma Hayek. Like it was just kind of like, well, what was the point of her? Because yeah. it was, she was totally forgotten. Like not even cared. Like it could have been anybody. Yeah, she she point. was supposed to be like the leader and she didn't feel that way. Not at know? all. Like, yeah, exactly. She was just kind of like the person that had just more information than everyone else, but wasn't really like leading and guiding anybody at all and had this like aura about them. So that's that's where I thought it totally failed because Selma can do that on her own with so many other movies and she definitely can give that presence. And in this movie, it just felt like it fell flat. Yeah, and I didn't like some of these like, like um very contemporary way of speaking that some of these people had like Kamel, um yeah. like um uh, brian tyree henry uh fastest mm-hmm. you know they were very modern very today and then they're like in an a- ancient like um aztec empire or something like that speaking that way yeah it's like how does that make sense it yeah it completely throws you off um who else uh uh Dur- Durig, Durig? was another one who was just like a sort of brooding, like kind of whiny little guy that, that I wasn't too interested in. Yeah, Not it just for him at all. There was no, yeah, there was nobody you could really get behind on there, this. There is that... one. There is one. It's Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh <laughs> was the only one that I was rooting for and the only one that I, I wanted to be my friend because he, he seemed super cool and just had the most heart and really didn't give an F. He's like, well, I, I just care about everybody and I don't care. I don't care yeah. about that. I don't care what anybody thinks about that. This is my family and I'm going to take care of them, especially uh, Athena, which, which he tried, you know, his best, which she died taking care of. Right. And, and he's dead. So who, who else do you care about? I mean, <laughs> yeah. At that I point, I don't know. You know, yeah. There was nobody enough to like, build on to like want you to keep caring like even with the big surprise of harry styles at the end at the end credits it's like oh my god i really don't more, care more more <laughs> it, it just feels like more stunt casting i don't it I is know, it's like, it is it's, that's a great way to put it total stunt casting to where it's like all these names want you to buy into something but it ultimately is crap like it's not worth anything that you want to invest in especially at two and a half hours in it's kind of like man my ass hurts from watching this, you know, Dude, internally seriously. and physically. <laughs> seriously, I, I was having like, uh, I, I kept on shifting every like five minutes because my lower back was just, I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal anymore. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, and then you got 15 minutes <laughs> of previews and stuff like that. It's just, it's just a yes. long, a long See, sit at a movie theater. And that's where I'm glad, at least to where we were running late that day and we totally missed all the previews. But since we've been going to all the other movies before, yeah. The length of this movie made me feel a lot better. That I was like, well, at least I didn't sit through all those previews before this because it's like, wow, is this so much to take in? And it's kind of like this is another movie to where you could have easily cut out 30 to 45 minutes and have a way better movie. Yeah. Oh, another, another just another shout out to um, Makari, uh-huh. the, the speedster. Yes. She did a great job, too. I, I mean, agree. Yeah. Given she the fact a- that she's supposed to be deaf and just just communicating only in sign language, I totally felt her as, as well as Gilgamesh. Those, those yeah, and two were probably like the best Eternals. I agree too because like Makari, she showed her speed with badass, like uh, like even better than I think the Flash shows it sometimes. Yeah, like she, like it was just more like 
aggressive, like in your face. Like this is what really speed does. Like they say in most sports, speed kills, you know, like if anything, you're faster than anything and anything and anyone, you're always going to have the advantage over them. And she displayed it like just intimidatingly awesome to where like, yeah, this is how you totally use super fast powers. And this is how it's in your, you know, in your favor. And it's not a comedic sidekick point, or it's not like a weak point. This is like badassery. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, let's, let's talk about those end credit scenes and where, where this is going. So Harry Styles is going to come in. So yeah. apparently we're going <laughs> to get more Eternals. Right. Um, obviously not everybody. Looks well, like I'm not, I know that much. <laughs> yeah. A few faction or a couple factions, a couple of them are dead. A couple of them have turned into humans. And also we also get, um, Kit Harrington's sort of preview to where he's going. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. a possible a possible uh, blade partnership, right? So, which is interesting. Which, which should be good. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. I mean, but then, like the last two Marvel movies have just really let me down to where it's kind of like um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, which last? Two? Or I'm sorry, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. This, this one, last right? movie. Well, I mean, it was almost as long as two movies. <laughs> Dude, Shang Shang Chi was amazing, man. I, I yeah. watched Shang Chi like because uh, they they just released it on D- on on Disney Plus. So I I watched that before I went to go see Eternals because I just saw mm-hmm. Eternals today. Uh-huh. And the 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 difference, man. It's it, it's amazing. So right, night and day. Yeah, night and day. So hopefully, um you know, they can regroup and hopefully we'll get something out of this. Yeah. And, and I agree. Like, it, it, like you're right. It wasn't the last two. It was mainly this one, but it's just like, there was so much hype about Eternals and the cast was just so much well cast with everybody. You knew everybody that was going in and just a big dump that it lays on you. And it, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, I don't really want to look forward to the next one because it's it's like, I'd rather see, I'm dying yeah. for the next Shang-Chi, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, that, that's that, true. That's the one I want to see more than the that's next true. Eternals. And, and it's so weird, weird how, how big of a of a big a big deal this was in, in this time where, where it was set that you don't see mm-hmm. any of the other Marvel characters. Exactly. Where the hell were deal. they? You know, yeah. it, it seemed like it was a big deal. You got this big Celestial coming out of the Earth. Right, stone. You got no one else really talking. So, like, there was no. Like, I think that would have also helped it too. Like, at least tie it back to something that we every everybody cares about with some of the original Marvel characters or something that's going on in the same time piece, so we can at least kind of get a a glimpse of how yeah. they're kind of connected. I yeah. think that would have helped. Yeah, but this so. kind of seemed like, uh, well, this is our story. Too bad. This is what you get. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I don't know. Standalone. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to try and tie in anything for like a, a cheap throwback, which I think they desperately needed in this. All right, that was Eternals. Let's move on. Let's move on to something more recent. This next uh, Netflix produced release came out on Netflix and the theaters, right, Ryan? Yes, sir. Let's Both of them it. had them willing and uh, able to serve. Yeah, awesome. We got huge, huge star power on this one, uh, including. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do we still call him The Rock or just Dwayne Johnson? He'll always be The Rock to me. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Wonder Woman herself, Galica Dot, um, Red Notice. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this, the critics gave it a 38%. Of course. And audience score was more 93%. I think think the audience tends to cut... um, 
cut movies like like they give them the benefit of the doubt. I agree. They're released on on Netflix. I think sooner. Well, I mean, I think part of that comes with like critics are still judging it based on like you know awards and like how this you know lives which, which up to should. like which basic yeah, which, which they should. But I think the audience does it more of like we know what we're getting. We got The Rock, we got Ryan Reynolds, we got Gal Gadot. We're not expecting like Oscar worthy you know um, scripture here. Right, right. <laughs> like, we and just want to see a good movie and have a good time. And and I did see that this was this was pretty big on Netflix. And I, and I think yeah. even the fact that a lot of people they don't have to travel they don't have to get ready right. to go and spend money and at a movie theater it's not such and a big commitment exactly so they tend to be more lenient on on probably their scores because this movie was not great no it, was, it wasn't it was I, I think it was more like your your average uh 80s b movie to where like you know you're gonna have a good time you're gonna enjoy it but uh You'd be pissed if you went to the theater, you know. Yeah, like like a lot of money. Yeah, but I mean, if you're just sitting back, kicking it, having a good time, a movie to play in the background, and like actually have something to look at here and there, it did its job. Yeah, it it, it was it was super cheesy. Um, yes, the the story just like it, it just it was it just um hung on too many coincidence too many coincidences too many uh-huh. things that happen to the fit right you know it's, it's, everything it's, aligns right at the yes, moment yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. When it needs to just you know it's um yeah but i mean it was it was still fun i mean it, it didn't take itself very seriously which is fine it was like it was like um indiana jones meets mission impossible Meet Spaceballs. Uh, space no, I don't think it was going to be that funny. Um, but then, yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you though, the the Rock. The more the more I see the Rock, I think the less I I like him as an actor. Because he the the way he delivers lines, he deliver he delivers them like way too perfectly. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's, they're definitely coached. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's so it's so spot on and so like you know like straight edge. Like it, it's like every single letter is pronounced correctly. You know what I mean? It, there's no right. there's no real like like uh flow to it there's no yeah there's no charm to it no personality behind it it's just kind of like a coached uh type of delivery very hard-edged very hard-edged acting you could tell he's acting you know what i mean he's acting Mm -hmm. so good it shows you know yeah but i mean i i get it at the same point like he is i think and this is the stigma that he always has to fight against that he's a wrestler turned actor you know, so there, he's always going to get the unfair comparison of Hulk Hogan and, you know, other actors like that to where, like, he's just a muscle bound guy repeating lines. And oh, yeah. like, I do think like what I do appreciate about um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is that he can at least um, not take himself so seriously and jump and do some silly things and not really um, be reminded that he's a muscle bound monkey. You know, he's a character that can be playable in any kind of movie and he can deliver certain lines and he just happens to have some muscle. Yeah. Uh, a, um, what is this? What is this role here? He's a muscle bound FBI. Yeah, exactly. That, that specializes in art thievery, right? Right. Exactly. He's with the FBI. And, <laughs> and he just happens to be like, like a super like weapons expert and like uh like he's like spy ready but also <laughs> just profile people so right very very strange 
Yeah, and, and but I mean, to me, to be honest with you, like whether it's him or I would say maybe I don't know because there really hasn't been many muscle bound characters like this lately, like Chris Hemsworth, maybe. Um, I think we just give him too much flack for him being in so many other things and that he can pull off these type of different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's why it's easy to like plug him in anything. Cause he's basically, he's basically the same guy and, and, and that same sort of like straight edge guy could, could play anything. I mean, you know, and and that's in real life. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's kind of like, you know, not always you have to like, I think his characters don't always have to be so fluffed up and have such a big personality. Like he is the personality, you know, just by his stature and his presence. Like, and that's, that's a good thing. Like we haven't seen stuff like that since like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, you know, stuff back in the day, like where it's just their aura that brings stuff into the screen and makes you buy into that character. To me, like uh, characters like Ryan Reynolds, he's a great guy, but he's hard to convince that he's a badass because he's so kind of like, you know, seems a little meek sometimes. He's kind of nerdy. He's kind not as, like, as built. Exactly. You know, like when, like with uh, Dwayne Johnson, on the other hand, he's like a big meathead. So it's harder for him to be like kind of a goofball and kind of like, you know, like not as like uh, a strong of a character. So I think they just kind of like counteracting each other and it's what we expect. But at the same time, based on the actors and the people that we have around these days, he's really, I think, fits the bill with a lot of the stuff because he does have that range to where at least he's not overacting on some stuff to where you don't, you get like totally taken out. Like um, he's not Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop. You know what I mean? Like, at least yeah, you can kind of believe. Look at the, I mean, you see the difference between Schwarzenegger and like kindergarten cop and Schwarzenegger and like commando. I mean, those are two different guys. I think. Well, you could thing- say the same thing with like uh, Dwayne with uh, Hobbs and Shaw versus. To me, to me, it's like the same guy. To me, it just, <laughs> you, you, you can like pick him up out of Hobbs and Shaw and just throw him in this. Basically, to, to that, that's what it is. To, that, that's why I feel like. He's so hard edged that he acts pretty much the same way in every movie. Keep in mind, he was the tooth fairy. <laughs> he was the tooth fairy, but he he was this guy in the tooth fairy too. No, <laughs> no, gun. and and then also he was in the uh, Get Shorty sequel when he played that. Um, oh, what's it called? I think I saw that once, and I and I blocked. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think to me, like when you're built like that, everybody has to pay their dues and have to has to pay. Ugh, has to play a certain character to where you don't seem as big or as tough and have a big of a build. And I think uh, Dwayne has done that. Like, I think he he can really at least kind of act like he's not the same guy that he was in Scorpion King, you know, and it's, it's just differences and you can see a growth in his acting and his like deliveries. Okay. I'm glad you can. Anyways. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> you are a fan. Let's move on to Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. What would you think of them? I, I, Ryan Reynolds, we talked about a little bit. Uh, I yeah. Think he, he gives his classic sort of Ryan Reynolds. Like totally. Talking, little goofball, little... Van uh, uh-huh. Wilder, know. Deadpool. Yeah. Exactly. All that same <laughs> yeah. same stuff. So no surprise there. Gal Gadot. Right. Um, yeah, she stretched out a little bit, but she, yeah. I mean, more, I think... She's more uh, of a bad it, guy in this one, more of a baddie. Yeah, and I think it was good for her to pull off, but it was still a little hard to see at times where it was just kind of like, 
like I mean, I guess towards the end you do find out the type of character that she really is, so it makes sense in the long run. But while you're watching it throughout, it's kind of hard for her to believe that she's such a baddie, you know? And and uh, I don't know, maybe it's the dialect or maybe it's the, the accent that kind of throws it off and stuff during some of the scenes. But I, I do like seeing her uh, prowess throughout the movie. I thought that was really good to see. And she does definitely stretch that character. Right. And it looks like, it looks like we're going to get a red notice too, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean... And then this is the thing. Out of all the three movies, <laughs> or the other two movies, yeah. this is the one where I would see the sequel. Because it, at least it's like... It teased you a little bit with what they are, and they did go like a little extra with some of the stuff. But at the same time, you know what you're signing up for in the third run? And now you're kind of like invested in the characters. At least it gave you something to grab a hold of everybody and know where you're going with with the other two i still think you don't know enough about the characters you don't care enough about them to really want to see their next adventure this kind of seemed to me like like a fun oceans 12 oceans 11 type of like movie with espionage tied behind it all right let, let, yeah let's talk about that so i mean for me um I'd, I'd see the sequels to all these movies uh dune dune because um I think it, being a huge setup, I mean, I'm I'm interested enough to see what happens next. I probably uh, I don't know if I watched it in the theaters, but but I'm 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 interested either way. Uh, Eternals, I know they're not going to leave it like this. I know something's going to happen. They're going to regroup. They're going to mix it up. Um, everybody knows about the 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 the, the critic scoring, so that that's right. going to get bumped up. And if you if you're into the Marvel universe and all this stuff you, you, you have to watch the next ones i mean because you know you know it, it, it's splitting off and you're, we're gonna get more stories there and red, red notice i think i'm i'm with you if, if, if it's if it's another um netflix release yeah man i'm, I'm i'll watch it it looks like i mean it, these uh, them working together mm -hmm. makes sense more than them sort of like working against each other to me so i think i think for red notice seeing those those three characters working together pulling something off bigger you know i think it would be would be a fun watch for sure yeah and that was the thing though like i think out of all of these the last three with gal gadot ryan reynolds and the rock seem to have the most fun working with each other and mm -hmm. and building something to where it can go to somewhere else and yeah, you're not maybe supposed to see that in the movies or whatever, but like I could kind of sense that vibe to where it's like going to build into something bigger. And it, it doesn't even have to be like that much bigger. Just continue the same personalities, the same story, because I think this movie was a lot of fun. I thought that it was your basic like um, 80s cop buddy movie, you know, yeah. that where you yeah, can enjoy it. Feel. Yeah, you didn't have to be so like hard on everything. It's just sit back and watch the movie. Whereas Eternals and Dune took itself so seriously and like they were trying to bring this big masterpiece to the screen and i just yeah. thought it failed completely to where it's like i'm only going to watch those if i have to review about it like i'm not really invested in the characters i'm not invested in the story i just really don't care like it, it really just was such a huge letdown and it felt like a total waste of time and money because it's just kind of like, I wish those two were Netflix releases, so I didn't have to go out to go see them and you know in public and stuff. Not that I don't mind, but at yeah. the same time, my time does matter more more than what I'm getting yeah. the payoff I, on screen. Yeah, I think you're right. I think those would have been great series, 
Like if yes. you have Dune just continuing to like another six or seven episodes or whatever, whatever the release is, that'd be right. awesome to continue. And then Eternals, I think Eternals needed a little, I think they need a rework more, more than anything. Yeah, but, they need a lot more love. Yeah, yeah I think so yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I still liked... But you're right, though. Exactly. The concept of it, how big it is to the MCU universe, it does matter to me. I agree. It's something that you really shouldn't miss. But at the same time, I'm like, "Mm, you can miss it if you want to. Like, there's nothing like you really have to like really buy into. You know, if I I would say if if the next one where the, the, the next movie is a lot better than this one, I would say skip this one and just watch the next one exactly exactly my point yeah like there's almost like no need for this first one if the next one isn't like that much better but i mean that's that just goes to show you how poorly this one was done like to me i'm like any movie where you're like introducing everybody in a character i get it there's a it's hard to introduce everybody there's a build-up there's stuff you know that you really gotta make sure you connect with the audiences but to me this felt kind of more of it didn't want to connect with audiences. It was expected that you knew this and yeah, you knew that. And it, exactly. and it wasn't like uh, any type of building to, yeah, relationship. Yeah, you couldn't like, you, you connect to the people. Right. Like we all knew about Iron Man, but we still got to see that connection and how he builds and how he came up, you know? And it, it's like with the other, more, other Marvel movies, it's like we know the character, but let's see how they connect us with it to actually yeah. care about this character. And, and they, they, built, they built up like the first Avengers team it took it took like years, man. Maybe like yeah, exactly. We were waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, to get, to get to that point when you're cool with everybody together, everybody knew everybody's story, everybody had their right. favorite, everybody was connected to, the, you know, with with their characters and see and how they fit knew, in. Exactly, we knew that. Yeah, but this yeah. just throwing everybody together, sort of, I guess, kind of assuming that you know a little bit about this and and give them quick backstories and. Yeah, flash forwards kind of a things. It was just kind of like, look, we're going to throw people together and you should figure out how we throw them and why we throw them rather than actually caring why that actual character or that hero fits into that role and how they're really more important and needed in that role. I think that's totally where they failed. Yeah, totally. And then and then you just compare that to Shang-Chi and you're like Shang-Chi was like Shang- everybody fits our fun <laughs> exactly it was all fun and and you know all heart and yeah and to me like you got a reason for every character in shang chi like there wasn't like why does this person fit in how are they dramatically important like what are they going to contribute to the movie it was more of like hey this is a new character this is what they do and this is how they fit it seems like they just lost that formula for eternals mm-hmm. or yeah. they just didn't care about it and they expected like these big on-screen presence to um, presences or whatever to be enough. Exactly. Mm -hmm. To be enough. And I just thought that was very lazy and very kind of like, even with the Harry Styles thing to me, it's kind of like, okay, great. Like, but what does he really mean to the team? You know, he's Thanos's brother gives a shit. You know, like <laughs> I want to see it, like why it matters. I don't want to like just hear about it, like oh, did you hear so and so is a badass? Like no, I want to see the badass. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, you you know, we're gonna get more Marvel, con- Mar- more Marvel content. Uh, we're getting lots of new stuff on Disney Plus. So yeah, and, and I, in the theater. So this isn't done. This is just one thing that hopefully no, definitely not, and, and move on. But the only thing that is worrisome is to where, like, I started seeing articles to where, like, 
is this where Marvel needs to die and just start over? And I'm like, mm. no, they're, they're sort of they're they're at the beginning stages of the next phase. So it's not. I don't think I don't think we're there yet. I mean, they they have so much content. They've hit so many home runs. I think I think a, a dribbler down the first eventually will happen. You know, nobody bats a thousand. So that's a fair point to make. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. But at the same time. I think when it comes to movies and stuff like that, people are more impatient to where like, if they're not getting that payoff right away, it's like, well, just give me a reboot of what worked, you know? And rather than like, give me a new story, like at least that worked. And I know uh, box office wise, that's the way they're majorly driven to where stick to what works, stick to what gets asses in the seats and people to pay to go and see the movie. And to me, it's just scary to see them being so maybe, arrogant or like careless about this with the new phase two of the these marvel stories to where it's kind of like as a general audience in the big time we don't know these characters so if anything we need more tender more care about these guys to have a reason to grab onto them because we all knew about iron man we all knew about captain america we knew about thor we grew about we grew up knowing about these guys you know like these new characters that they want to push and that they want to sell i think they need more of a you know care and like story development to where giving us as the audience why we should follow and why we should care well said well said and with that ryan i think we're good kaboom let's wrap (laughs) this baby up so all right coming up next i don't know man there's so much stuff coming up it's the holidays people there's going to be a reason to go check out anything (laughs) yeah i saw so many trailers it's 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 insane so let's we'll, we'll see what we catch in with i know freaking ghostbusters is what next week yeah that's or, huge it looks yeah. it looks freaking amazing and i just hope we're not let down like eternals bro it's going to be hard to be let down like eternals for anything <laughs> i'm judging that on the rest of my movie experience for the rest of the year but yeah I, i'm hoping and i don't think so though because it's a total different you know franchise different total company and everything I don't think anyone's going to expect like this type of arrogance going into like we did for Eternals. So I do hope that Ghostbusters does nail it and give us something to at least talk about and be wild about. I'm really, I'm really curious on how they're going to tie this with like the, the original movies. Cause it looks like they are, they're going to tie in. You know, oh, definitely. Yeah. You get a teaser of that when, uh, with the inheritance mm-hmm. and the old commercial, so yeah i the thing is like we're clearly going to get the tie-in but is it going to be enough or is it good enough for us to enjoy it i think that'll be what'll be worth it i'm just hoping for some of those 80s 90s kind of like you know good vibes watching this some of that nostalgia (laughs) yeah i don't want all sci-fi i don't want a stranger things for two hours and a half you know what i mean like i want something to where it's fun and still enjoyable Sounds good. So until then, Ryan. Hey, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for talking to the people. Thanks for talking to me. This was fun. Mm, Great to be back. I love doing this as always. And let's keep going to those movies, people, and enjoy the cinema while we can. Yes. It's not like it's going anywhere, but let's pump those numbers (laughs) up. (laughs) Let's do it. All right, Ryan. Thanks, buddy. All righty, buddy. Great to talk to you again, like always. All right. See ya. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.